The Art of Relationships radio show is copyrighted, no use, and part or full is to be used without written, express consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or The Art of Relationships. Thank you. Licensed Relationship and Sex Counselor, Greg Dzinski's, also known as Master G, The Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Welcome, everybody, to Sunday evening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and this is your host, of course, uh, Greg Dzinski, licensed professional counselor, relationship and sex specialist. Oh, baby. <laughs> Welcome. Hopefully, everybody's staying warm out there, especially in the uh, Northeast uh, United States and here in the Midwest. It's cold. It sucks. Um, like I said, people that love the cold weather and snow, they need help. They need to make an appointment <laughs> with me. So hopefully spring will be around the corner. Oh boy, not soon enough. Posted something actually I borrowed, stole, um, we'll say borrowed, um, on Facebook and it's been getting quite a bit of discussion and I love it too. So because of that, I'm going to talk about this on the show this evening, okay? How often is sex needed in a relationship? Or I phrase it, you know, what's your sexual frequency? May, you know, how many times do you need, do you want, how about do you fucking crave sex in your relationship, right? And the information that was given or the chart, you know, A, once a week, B, two to three times a week, C, once a day, D, multiple times per day. Oh, God, if there was only time and enough Cialis or Viagra uh, going around. Um, also, oh, you know what? They don't even have, I mean, we could go on the list and add to the list, you know, not only once a week. What about once a month. Ooh, we could throw that as E, right? How about we add E once a month is okay for you. And it's so cool. I've been getting a lot of feedback uh, on Facebook from a lot of ladies. And it's so cool. It's so cool to see about this, you know. I love it when women are not shy about this. About this topic, I should say. And most women, you know, they're looking at anywhere from, you know, the average, I think, the most that has been used, two to three times a week, once daily. And there's even some women out there that are saying multiple times per day. Damn. Um, I'm speechless. My mouth is wide open, drooling. No. <laughs> so um, that is awesome to hear. But my question is, ladies, the ones that are saying once a day, right, maybe even two, 
three times a week. Are you bullshitting me? Did you lie just to grab attention on Facebook so guys would drool and say, damn, I wish I was her boyfriend. Damn, man, I'd love to be her husband with her attitude like that. What do you think is the reason for you want it once a day? Are you just horny? And it also interesting to note, you know, what ages are the women that are throwing these out there, you know? What are the average ages of women are saying they want it once a day, right? Two to three times a week, you know, or even once a day. I'd love to know the average age of the respondents to this question on my Facebook, but that's personal information, and of course, right, being a gentleman, we never ask lady their ages, right? We just assume, (laughs) no. So, Getting on this discussion, I'm going to give out my phone number here. You can call me live. I'd love to hear it. And like I said, all callers are anonymous. If you want to throw out your name, that's totally up to you. I will not ask it. I respect your privacy. If you call on this subject, I'd love to know your age. Men, you know, if men call, ladies call, please. You know, I might ask, hey, what are what age are you? Because I think that is a big difference too and on previous show we talked about you know sexual maturity or you know not too long ago also talk about you know do say older people now I'm not going to say old ancient but you know maybe middle age anywhere from say 35 on up do they have better sex you know are they more fulfilling sexually than say in your early 20s remember I talked about that not too long ago about that. So part of this can be a spinoff on that, but why do you need, you know, what does sex, when you need it once a day, what's it do for you? And I have a lot of theories about this. You know, does it provide closeness, emotional closeness? Does it keep your relationship rejuvenated or energized, right? Does it make you feel closer and bonding? I know that for me, right, if sex is not there, if it's not, you know, a priority in a relationship, and I'm not talking, you know, every single day, I'm not talking multiple times a day, um, I'm talking if it's not there, and if it's not desired by my partner, right, if it's not desired by her, you know what, chances are, I'm not going to be in that relationship because I want to feel desired. It's a huge turn on. And for me, what's the difference between being in a relationship and a friendship? It's, let's face it, it's a physical, it's a passionate kissing, the touching, the sex, right? If not, why don't you just have a freaking roommate, right? That's my philosophy. I know it's blunt, but I don't care, right? (laughs) I'm here to help people out there, but... I'm also going to be blunt and everything. You ask me a question, I don't want to pussyfoot around. uh, But I'm also, I want to provide compassion and empathy. Another aspect that was brought up on Facebook, and I deal in my office with clients on numerous occasions, is when, you know, maybe the frequency of sex, if you will. Oops, sorry about that. little static going on from some reason but the frequency or maybe is impacted or 
you know, affected greatly by physical aspects, right? There's, you know, for guys, you know, erectile problems could be diabetes, right? I, this is all, if you've been listening to the show for a while, this is nothing new. You know, health concerns, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on that. You know, diabetes, blood pressure, um, all those aspects are, you know, when we get older, maybe there's arthritis, maybe there's, you know, pelvic pain aspects in women, uh, overly, say, dryness as, you know, women age and get, you know, postmenopausal. These issues can also affect that. Um, so I get it, you know. The medical aspect is huge, right? Someone that might have MS, and I deal with that, um, you know, with clients, MS or muscular dystrophy, um, Maybe it's, they say it's early onset in kids, but sometimes even in their early 20s, late 20s are dealing with that if they're fortunate enough to make it that that long. But MS, you know, the progression of it can cause a lot of pain and everything else, fibromyalgia, that kills maybe the sex drive. It hurts, let's face it. And therefore, maybe you want sex more often. You just physically can't or maybe emotionally as well it's all rolled into it and you wonder how many aspects does this affect your sexual frequency in your relationship and what the hell do you do about it and if there is such a discrepancy between you and your partner on sexual frequency and the amount you want to have sex you know what the hell do you do about it? And I'm going to get into that a little bit later on the show, right? So, again, give me a call, 586-212-4196. I'd love to hear from you. Give me your insights and your question. And, man, give me your age when you call. I'm not going to ask for your name. I want to hear your insights. And you tell me why do you need sex, as often as you like it. And I'll, I'll throw my spin on that too, you know. I get so many um, comments, you know, on Facebook. You know, one, I'm not going to read names and anything. But, you know, one, I don't think a number can or should be set if you feel it with your partner. Then go for it. And then this lady put, and if it's every day, amen. Hell to the yeah. <laughs> you know, if it's every day, that would be super. You know, we all get tired. We all get all that, right? A lot of people, you know, some other insights they put, you know, I, I think that it can vary. You know what? I think every day is a good goal to set. Multiple times a day would be even better. It is really a good tool to keep your connection strong with your partner. Things that they do that sometimes annoy you seem really minor when you are intimate every day. But that's just my opinion, LOL. That came from another lady out there. Um, and I think there's a lot of truth out there. You know, at least once a day is definitely my choice. So these are, you know, women that are saying this. And I get comments, too, that, you know, my husband gets a little testy, no pun intended, testicles get it okay if he doesn't get it two to three times a week my question was you know what mention your husband what about you what do you want you know I don't want anyone just doing the deed because it's their wifely duty right 
That is annoying. It's pathetic. Everything else, right? And getting answers, you know, two to three times a week. And these are from men being okay with that, okay? Of course, they added two to three times or more a week. (laughs) But um, a lot of these aspects, you know, from a lot of ladies is, you know, it's good. And the big big issue you know they said oh at the beginning it was definitely d you know a few times a day you know it's multiple times during the day and then it tapered down as most people know right to maybe two three times a week and i'm okay with that my question is you know what is getting in the way of your sexual appetite right we got the kids involved right we have life we have work everything gets in the way but how much are you making um sex a priority in your relationship and maybe you know frequency i think it ebb and flows as you know other aspects with the relationship but if you don't place it on a conceptual framework as importance uh it's going to it's going to cause some issues, right? One person's going to get pissed, or maybe the other one, yeah, one person's going to get pissed, the other one's going to say, you're not understanding. And it's not always the guys that are saying, I'm pissed, right? A lot of it is, uh, a lot of times it's the females in there, okay? Um, so you look at, what are you doing about increasing maybe your sexual frequency in a relationship and what what kills it for you is it you know the emotional contact if it's not the physical if it's the emotional connection that's killed that is like i said you know numerous times before is that the emotional connection is typically the number one thing i go after in couples in my office when sexual frequency, um, sexual desire issues arise, I'm hitting at the emotional connection big time, right? Not feeling loved, important, desired, not taken for granted. That tends to kill it. And let's face it, also the energy factors in a relationship, you know, if you, you know, say you're both working, you have kids involved, right? And you're just whipped and you're too tired. What do you do to try to make that time for each other and the factual, the factual, what the hell is that? The sexual chemistry and make sure the sexual connection is ongoing and doesn't die off. So I'm going to challenge. Oops, excuse me, everybody. I had to sneeze. I apologize. Um, You're looking at. You know, what are you doing to trigger the sexual connection and chemistry between you guys? And I always hear this cop out a lot. I always hear this a lot. That's redundant. But that, oh, if we had sex every day during the week, right? If we had it every day during the week, it would be boring, right? It would be so boring. So that's why I don't want it. Um, every day of the week. And I'm like, really? Huh. Why would it be boring if you're 
emotionally connected, right? If you're emotionally connected, can sex ever be boring? And if it is boring, what are you doing to change it up, right? And what are you doing to be more connected, right? So, you know, if I hear this cop-out, and I'm going to say it's a cop-out, no ifs, ands, or buts, when couples say, oh, you know, only once or twice a week, that's all I want because it's going to get boring if not. And I call, that's a bullshit answer, and that's a huge cop-out. So, um, you know, what are you doing? I think a lot of it has to do with connection or what happens if you're, hmm, what happens if your energy is killed and your f- sexual frequency goes down the toilet because you're not physically attracted to your partner anymore? Oh, shit. Then what do you do? You know what, honey? I just, I can't get it up anymore. I, I look at you. I, pl- I mean, can you blame me? No, <laughs> that was crude, right? Even for ladies, right? You know what? I just can't get wet. Look at you, man. You're my husband. I love you, but you know what? Ah, I just, you just don't do it for me. Yeah, I'll throw you a courtesy once in a while. How many people would want to be in that situation? Uh, Not too many, right? Okay. Uh, I'm going to get ready for a break. And... I want to welcome everybody. This is the Art of Relationships radio show, and I'll be back in a few moments after a little advertisement from Shay's, uh, or Shoes by Shay, and also got new music. Check them out on Facebook, please. It's called Skyway Traffic here in the metro Detroit area. Um, The lead Singer, actually does everything, all instrumentals, vocals, everything. Amazing talent here in the Metro Detroit area. And I'm also lucky to be friends with the guy. He's a great guy, and I'm going to be playing his tunes on break as well. So I'll be back in a few moments. Make sure, give me a call, write the number down so you have it ready after break. 586 212 4196. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion statement, check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. She has hand painted, uh, hand designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook.
I start to call myself the Grey Pretender before they tell me why you remember when you used to stand for something more than this. I always think it's happy ever after. Hey everybody, it's uh, Greg Dzinski, a.k.a. Master G, back on. That was called, oops, excuse me, <laughs> The Great Pretender by Skyway Traffic. Like I said, he's uh, a buddy of mine, great guy, oh my god, talent, plays, he does all the music on his on his tracks too, drums, piano, uh Guitar, I'm think, trying to think everything else, drums, guitar, piano, that's it. But uh, check him out. On, he's uh, all over YouTube. I think he has over 300 freaking thousand uh, visits uh, and listens to his music. 300 freaking thousand. I need that many to listen to the show. But, again, it's Skyway Traffic. That song was a great pretender. He's got a bunch of other songs he's written, plus he's done cover tracks as well. And I'll post links on Facebook as well. So check out Skyway Traffic. And like I said, I'm all about giving props to the Metro Detroit talent, especially nice people as well. Anyways, this is Greg Beck, and we're talking about sexual frequency, baby, right? So, um, in your own, there's somebody on chat, which is cool. Talk about, you know, because we have kids. You have to get it. Um, be creative. Oh, another someone on chat just mentioned great song. Eric, so that's props out to you and uh, Skyway Traffic. But getting back on topic, um, you know, being creative. What's it take for you, you know, to jazz up your sex life? And is it out of fear? Are you too tired? And it cracks me up because I get, you know, many couples in here talk about, yeah, we'd like to have, uh, you know, more sex, better sex, to feel more connected. We love it. We both feel pizzas in great moods. It makes us feel more energized. Actually, we can sleep better. I sleep more sound when we have sex and we both get off. Oh, my God. I'm getting all turned on right now. I'm popping a Woody. Anyways. <laughs> no, I'm not. Seriously. Well, maybe. Anyways. But <laughs> talking about sexual, all it does, it does all these great things. But they're telling me, but we want to have, we don't do it. We don't increase the fist frequency or the passionate sex that we desired or once had. And I'm like, well, you both want it. If you both don't want it or one of you want it, the other one doesn't, then you, what do you do? Do you kill the relationship And I'm all about working on that. And if it's possible, right, that's what I do in my office for a living. And then you have to look at those issues. But if you both want it, and then I hear 
you know, they both want it. They both feel great about it. They're both turned down by each other. Then I look at what's the problem. Great, we have kids. We're tired and all this stuff. But I mentioned to them, it cracks me up because you hear them. The more they talk, the more shit comes out, right? Oh, they're on Facebook, uh, whatever, looking on Facebook, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, you know, all this stuff. And it's like, hmm, really? You're on all this stuff, but you don't have time. That's what you told me, and you're tired not to have sex. But you're always on that, always maybe watching TV all the time, but you're not having sex. But you both, you sure you both, you sure you both want more even greater, more compassionate, more connected, soulful, freaking body rocking, mind blowing, just eye to eye contact, passionate, juicy sex. How's that, right? <gasps> Woo! <laughs> so, um, so you look at what are avenues? What? Are, why are you not making it a priority? You both want it. You both agree to it, but you're not doing shit to go after it, right? And one aspect, and I chat again, a strict bedtime routine for kids is crucial, right? Um, you know, you need them ready for bed. And what happens, you know, you deviate from routines and the kids will change from that, especially when they're younger. When they're older and everything else, um, you get that, right? So, you know, regular routines for kids, if you do have kids, is huge. And what do you do um, to turn that up a little bit and uh, manifest and be strict? Kids, you're going to bed. Mom and dad need alone time. You can say that. And I'm all for that. As I mentioned before, that the relationship in, you know, first time married or relationship and you have kids, not step families, that's different, that the parents need, the relationship comes first or it's going to die, right? You don't neglect the kids, but the relationship needs to come first. So what are you doing to make it a priority? And you can tell your kid, oh, we can't say that. The kids won't feel up. You know what? We love you, but mom and dad need time together. And that's okay. Don't feel guilty about that, right? And maybe you have issues. Oh, my God, if the kids wake up or if they're going to, you know, maybe that's an issue that kills your frequency too that you want. Maybe you both want it, but you're scared. Oh, my God, the kids will hear us. We can't do this. And this is not always from the mothers. There's a lot of mothers <laughs> in here. Shit, we'll lock the door. I don't care if they hear us or not. And the husbands or boyfriends have a complex about that. Oh, I can't do that. I won't be able to get it up. I'll be too nervous that the kids will hear me, right? You need to look at um, ways to sort of jazz it up, right? And you look at, you know, first of all, you know, do you want better sex, right? How important is sex to you? You need to look at that, right? How important is sex to you? And you look at why, you know, if you have hangups, you know, I talked about that on numerous shows, you know, hangups, abuse, prior abuse, rapes, and those, you know, traumatic situations. And like I said, I'll never joke about those. But you look at those, if those are causing it, but you look at, you know, are you just bored in the relationship? And that's why. Are you, you know, maybe your partner, be it 
husband or wife, boyfriend, girlfriend, or partners or whatever, maybe they feel that it's just the sex and that's it, that you're not feeling emotionally connected throughout the day, right? Oh, yeah, the only time you want to hang around me is when you want to fuck me, right? Well, that's true. What's your point? No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, okay? But you look at, um, you know, what is going on in a relationship. If you both want the sexual frequency, you both need to communicate and talk about what sex means for you deeply, right? For a lot of guys, like I said, it's not just getting a piece, not just getting a piece of meat or a piece of ass. A lot of us, we feel connected and desired by you. It's huge, man. That makes us, pops our ego up and our manhood up big time. Just like ladies, if your husband or boyfriend weren't desiring you or coming on to you, what would you think, right? I'm not attracted, right? Oh my God, he's cheating on me, right? I can't turn him on. It's no different for us guys. But you look at, you need to sit down and talk more on the emotional level of what sex means to you. I'm going to talk about also during sex. How playful are you during sex? I'm all about the eye-to-eye contact, the compassion, the soulful, you know, the soulful depth and the deepness between the connection and feeling each other's souls. Um, Oh, God, I love that big time. Oh, God, now I'm going to have to do a menage de moi. But (laughs) we talk about um, not only that, but a lot of times I look at couples, when you're having sex, do you guys ever have fun? Do you guys joke around, even maybe a little tickle and make fun out of it and maybe make it into a game a little bit? And you get one person in the relationship that typically takes everything personally, right? Oh, my God, you're making fun of me because my belly jiggles. You're making fun. No, 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 I'm just having fun. want to tickle. want to be playful, right? Can you, if you incorporate more play into your sex life and still be emotionally connected, oh, my God, how can you be bored then, right? Have you guys thought about that? to look at those aspects that you can do that. So you look at the depthness and you talk about, hey, I'd like to be more playful and joke around. That doesn't mean it's just um, sex to me. When we're playing around, joking around, no, I'm still connected to you. This is where you need to talk to each other on an emotional and a mature level without getting defensive, without beating each other up, okay, Without bashing each other and getting defensive, you need to talk about, you know, what sex means to you. And it cracks me up because so many couples, I ask this question often with couples in my office. What does sex mean to you? And some couples look at me with a puzzled look on their face. Some, they'll look at each other and get a shitty grin on their face and wondering, you know, oh, Crap. Yeah, you know what it means. I get off, you get off, we love it. No, 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 no. I get that. The physical pleasure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They look at me. Craig, what? Really? You're a professional doing this? What are you, dense, stupid? What do you think sex means? No, no, no. What does it mean to the relationship once? It's trifold. What's it mean to the relationship? And what does it mean to each one of you as individuals? Does it make you feel loved? appreciated, doesn't make you feel desired and wanted and loved and craved, 
right? And how many people, you know, out there don't want, uh, I, you know, even sexual, f- you know what? Sexual f- frequency. Oh, God, I can't talk. <laughs> sexual frequency out there. And I talk about joke around and fun and everything. But what about ripping, you know, each other's clothes off and the passionate? You know what? I just want to fuck your brains out so bad. And you might have women or even guys, right? Oh my God, I can't believe you talk that way. Oh my God, that's nasty. That's that's my point. It can be fun and playful and sort of animalistic. And But it doesn't mean it's just sex. You can still feel connected. And how many people, oh my God, in a couple of weeks, what's coming out? Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie, right? And how many people are going to this movie, right? How many people are going to go to this movie and they're going to see that and they're going to say it's hot. It's, oh my God, look at, give me ideas. But you never will fucking implement it. Yeah, I did say fucking. Implement it into your relationship at home, right? How many people will be too scared or chicken shit to do that? Um, And this is what I talked about on numerous shows before about sexual maturity. And I think sexual maturity can enhance the sexual frequency and you get out of your body image complex and everything, right? So you need to, you know, maybe jazz it up, joke around, but talk. If you both are clear what the hell your, um, what sex means to you, again, my trifold effect about sex, right, is what it means to the relationship, what it means to you, and what it means to your partner, what it means on the emotional level, physical level, what it means to you, and what are you guys, you know, what are you guys getting out of it, and what do you want out of it? And I think you're going to find your sexual creativity rejuvenated for one thing, and I think you're going to see your sexual interests not only in sex itself, but I think you're going to see your sexual interests in one another increase, right? Big time. Now, now I got you guys all hot and bothered and all excited, right? I'm going to take another little break, okay? And I'm going to what? I'm going to talk about what happens if you're not physically attracted to your partner anymore. Ooh, what the hell do you do? Do you put the blindfolds on? Make sure the lights are turned off, but you still have Braille, right? (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to talk about that. I'll be back after a little message from Shoes by Shea. Check her out on, on Facebook. Awesome talent, does some pretty cool stuff. Uh, the hand-painted uh, shoes by Shea. And after that, you're going to hear another track, just another song you'll never hear by Skyway Traffic. Talk to you in a few, people. If you're looking for that unique, cool fashion, she has hand-painted, uh, hand-designed canvas shoes for you, your loved one. It's an inspirational piece unique to your own taste. Check out Shoes by Shea on Facebook. Again, that's Shoes by Shea on Facebook. The 
This is just another song you'll never hear about a girl I've never met. This is just another life whispered in your ear so you'll think that I can make it. This is just another ride taken by surprise with no clear end in sight. This is just an empty line you've heard a million times that I've used to make it right. A chance meeting in a parking lot. Getting high off of a pointless talk You remind me of the songs I used to fall asleep to
Awesome tune, Eric. That was uh, Eric from Skyway Traffic again. Just another song you'll never hear. Like I said, check him out all over YouTube. Uh, like I said, over 300 uh, visits to his YouTube songs. Talented as hell as a musician, freaking songwriter, vocalist, you name it. And right here in the Metro Detroit area, good friend. Awesome guy to check him out, and I'll put uh, some stuff on Facebook to uh, get you guys links and stuff to his uh, his music and his work. Like I said, Skyway Traffic, that was just another song you'll never hear. Uh, getting back to the show and to last stretch, talking about, I mentioned about, um, you know, sexual sexual frequency and everything and kicking it up or not before the last break you know do you joke around do you playful and how many people allow their animalistic side you know what if you tone that down that's going to kill your sexual frequency too in a relation i'm not talking animalistic sex you go out bang whoever left and right no i'm talking in a committed relationship sec in uh you know, marriage situation, but, you know, how many people don't allow their animalistic freaking rip my freaking clothes off, tear me apart, lick my nipples, guys love, right? Guys, you want women to do that too, right? How many people, you know, sort of are afraid or think, you know what, I'm too much of a good girl, I'm too much of a nice church-going guy, right? to do that right oh my god i can't do that that's wrong that's right bullshit you know what get more comfortable with yourself and what would it take to allow your animalistic sexual cravings to come out and incorporate in your relationship so you know what you have that coming out you can joke around and playful right and not to mention uh the deep connection you work all those, and those should help increase the sexual frequency along with, you know what, making sure that the kids do not become a major, the major priority between you two and allow that getting in the way, okay? So those things are going to help. Now, I need to flip it up a little bit, and I probably should have talked about this at the uh, beginning of the show because i don't want you guys to go down and saying oh shit what if i'm like that what if what if i'm the one my partner doesn't want to touch they're not sexually attractive or physically attracted to me right most i'm gonna be honest with you this does happen and it's very very difficult you know we age we might gain a few pounds we might lose our hair Hey, wait, that's me, but I'm still sexy as hell, right? <laughs> but you look at, you know, being comfortable, and I mentioned about, you know, being comfortable with your own sexuality sort of tends to happen as we age, as we mature, right? Which is awesome. But what most people, it's funny, it's rare. When they lose the sexual attraction, it's to be honest with you, with couples, I've been doing this for a lot of years, most of it is caused by the emotional connection. They don't like their partner anymore, right? They think he's an ass, she's a bitch. You know, they're not nice. They're not giving those. That's why I say I hit on the emotional connection first when sex frequency 
and pleasure, let's face it, and satisfaction is missing, not there. But most sexual uh, turnoffs, believe it, they're emotional. Oh, my God, I can't stand my partner. You know what? She is this, she is that. He's an ass. He doesn't care about me. All this stuff. And I got a texter that's saying, if that's the case, break the fuck up. I'm going to hit. You know what? You try. When it's the emotional aspect, you need to try you know, try to work it out, right? You try to talk, try to work it out, try to see me in my office to, or, you know, someone around the country near you that is reputable. That is good, and there's too many bad, piss-poor counselors, therapists out there. So going back, you know, hit on the emotional. If you are physically not attracted to the person anymore, what do you do, Right? Can you, it's hard because you don't want to hurt his feelings. You don't want to hurt her feelings. But, you know, what do you do? And do you be a martyr? Do you deserve to be attracted to your partner, right? My philosophy is yes. I'm professional. I'm a man too. I'm a professional helping people. And I would say if that physical connection is not there you guys are going to be living as roommates only and do you want that one it do you want to be with a partner that is not mm, that is not physically attracted to you or not turned on by you physically me if my partner whatever if you know they weren't physically attracted and i didn't turn them on physically you know what? I wouldn't want to be there. You know what? I want to find somebody that is going to be there. You know what? I'm okay with that. You're not turned out by me. I get it. That's okay. But you know what? I have enough confidence in myself. You know what? I'm going to find somebody that is, right? I want you to have the same type of confidence, right? But it's very difficult when you don't feel that good, that, you know, confidence about you and body image or whatever that hinders you. You tend to grasp and you become needy and maybe dependent, right? I get it. But I want you, what can you do to keep yourself up, right? Guys, do you, you know, do you work out? Ladies, do you work out? Maybe it's just a habit of eating habits, right? And hygiene. How many people let your hygiene go? Maybe hygiene is an issue that is causing you problems. Maybe you need to put deodorant on before you go to bed, or maybe you have sex. Maybe you need to brush your teeth, wash your hands, um, take the Arabic shower, right? Spray cologne on you so it covers up the funk. But, you know, look at all these aspects. Why? You know what? I want to become more physically appealing to you and what do I need maybe it's simply the way you dress maybe you're not taking care of yourself the way you used to and what can you do to maybe you know flip that around and become more physically appealing and if not maybe you both deserve to be happy and a lot of people sit there and tell, you know, they'll tell me, Greg, you're rude, you're crude. Oh, my God, you're a professional. You help relationships and marriages, yeah? So, and what's your point? Oh, my God, how can you say that, that it shouldn't matter the physical aspects? Well, I'm sorry. We're all human. We're all realistic. And like I tell people, I don't bullshit anybody. I don't blow smoke up your booties. I want 
you know, I want to be real in the real world, how it applies to you and your relationship, not in my life, not in a hundred other other couples lives, but how it applies to you and your life. What can you do maybe to become more physically attractive to your partner? And maybe you need to talk about it, right? And maybe you just need ooh, to write man up or woman up, is that? You never hear that, right? Woman up, do you? It's always man up. How come there's not a lady up or uh, actually lady up sounds better than woman up. But what do you do? to, you know, ask. And some people, right, it's very, very difficult to tell your partner, you know what, I'm just not physically attracted to you. Ouch. It takes a lot of guts to do that and to be honest and be real. And you think about it. Do you think your partner deserves that? deserves that honesty and everything else. Maybe you can help them and be a partner, and maybe they can do maybe to get back to that physically appealing aspect that you want or you've craved before or had before. And what you guys can do and talk about that, and if that is not going to happen, you know what? You don't be with somebody in that situation because you're a martyr and they know you're not attractive. You're going to make excuse after excuse, right? Why you don't want to have sex, why you don't want to kiss them anymore. And you can make up any bullshit excuse you want, but it's going to come down to, right? The emotional connection, but we already talked about that. It's going to come back down to, right? Oh, are you physically attracted him. Yeah, sure I am. Then how come you don't kiss me? You don't want to touch me. You don't want to make love or have sex with me anymore, right? Then it's going to come down to, right? You need to prove it, right? Don't just tell me, show me. And as people know, listen to my show for a while now, I'm all about, you know what? You need to prove it with your actions, not just lip service. So if they come to you, And they tell you, you know what? Well, you don't want to kiss me. You don't want to touch me. You don't want to make love or have sex, fuck me, whatever, right? And But you tell me you're still attracted to me. Huh. Well, you need to prove it. Now what the hell are you going to do, right? The cat's out of the bag. Now you're in a situation. What do you do? Do you just go through the motions? Ew, gross, yuck right? I don't want anybody to go through the emotion sexually. So um, then you're left with decisions. Maybe if nothing works, then maybe you need to move on and, you know, find someone that does find you physically appealing and that you find physically appealing. You know what? People don't like me to say that, but I'm being real and blunt. Too many people sugarcoat stuff, right? And so many people, I won't find someone that loves me. I won't find someone that finds me physically attracted. My own husband, my own wife, girlfriend, boyfriend, didn't. I'm going to tell you people, um, you will. There will always be someone that is going to be into you. And you deserve that, right? You deserve it. So you need to tell yourself that. It's not BS. It's fact. It's very true. You will find someone that finds you appealing, finds you sexy, finds you, you know, emotionally 
freaking, what do I want to say, connected with them. So do it. You deserve that and help you gain confidence in doing it. Say, you know what? I want to be with someone that finds me physically attractive. And if you don't, I get it. That's okay. Sounds easy, right? Ooh, it might not be that easy and it's going to hurt. I get it. But I want to get you to the point where you say, I want someone that wants to have sex with me and wants to have sex with me often and can't take their hands off of me and wants to rip my clothes off, right? And just wants to do the nasty with me whenever and that's desired with me. How many people want that? That's what the show is all about, people. This is the Art of Relationships radio show. I'm Greg Dzinski. Make sure, check me out on Facebook under Greg Dzinski or the Art of Relationships page on Facebook. My website, the Art of Relationships. Oh, boy, I can't even talk. Let me say that again. The Art of Relationships.guru, G-U-R-U. Uh, you can private message me. You can email me. You'll find my email on the contact page on Facebook and also on my website, too. I want to hear insights or if there are any help I can provide in helping you have better, more passionate, more deeper, committed, emotionally and physically connected relationships. That's my passion, and that's why I do what I do. Thank you for listening, everybody, and I want everybody to be safe out there. And as always, you know what? Much, much love to everybody out there. And make sure you check out Skywalk or Skyway Traffic, sorry, um, on YouTube and Facebook. And I'll put some stuff up probably uh, tomorrow. Okay, everybody have a nice evening. This is the Art of Relationships radio show with Greg Dzinski. Everybody have a good evening. Be safe. Licensed relationship and sex counselor Greg Dzinski, also known as Master G, the Art of Relationships will cover crucial elements in rebuilding emotional and physical intimacy in your romantic relationships. He will also welcome live calls from listeners and help him with these very challenges. Heard of the old repetitive and tiresome tit-for-tat arguments? Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a quick, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your romantic relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax to a happier you. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan, but to some of us, he is simply known as Master G. Most skincare is gone as soon as it's on. But Remedy Dermatology Series is real skincare that's dermatologist tested and lasts up to 24 hours. Most brands provide only relief, not results. But Remedy Dermatology Series is powered by nature to support your skin's natural defenses with moisturizing safflower oleosomes and soothing green tea extract. Switch to real skincare that soothes, hydrates, and moisturizes. Remedy Dermatology Series. Welcome to real skincare.